Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, this week we're going to be continuing our discussion on why bad things happen to good people and whether or not people really are good to begin with. And last week, if you listened in, we covered some pretty heavy stuff and uh, this week is going to be no different. We're going to be still in the deep end and so I'll just go ahead and put our PG-13 disclaimer out there for this week's episodes and today's episode is not going to be any exception. As I mentioned at the end of Friday's episode, we're going to be turning our attention to another aspect of human wickedness that we find right out of the the Bible, and that is found in Genesis 9-6, which says, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. This idea that in a perfect world, no one would be killed or murdered by another human being because it is a violation of the image of God is frankly one of the most violated commands of God. And we don't have to look very far to find example after example of it. I'm going to dive right in because we have quite a lot of information to cover. It's going to be a little bit of drinking from a fire hose on this episode, but we need to get through it, and I prefer to only spend one episode on it because of the nature of the topic here. But realistically, that's just not the case because there is so much human wickedness when it comes to this particular topic that it's going to actually require two episodes uh, to get through even just a very high level overview. So we're going to talk a little bit about, well, frankly, all the examples that are right on hand of the human proclivity toward murder and specifically genocide. Now, if I gave you the ultimate example that most people in the Western world think of, it would be Germany during World War II. In Germany, we had approximately 12 million people lose their lives, and that's not as part of the war. That's just people who were victims of genocide through the concentration camps, the cleanses and purges and all the ethnic cleansing and things that happened. In total, we're looking at somewhere around 6 million Jewish people and another 6 million people of Slavic descent, which included gypsies, homosexuals, people who were disabled or who were just political dissidents. People were killed for all sorts of reasons. And it's not even just that they were killed, it's how they were not only killed, but even transported. They were packed into cattle cars and they were sent on days long journeys with no food, no water, no restrooms, no breaks. And just for one example, uh, on one four-day transport in July of 1944, there were approximately 2,521 prisoners who were making their way from France to Dachau, one of the 
bigger uh, German concentration camps. During that four-day transport out of that 2,500 prisoners, 984 people perished. Now that is on the transport. They weren't stopping, meaning that during that four-day trek, people were dead or dying and the rest of the people just had to live and engage in bodily functions and all the other things surrounded by death and decay and disease. Now, once they got there, we have pictures and images and documentation all over the place of people being executed in ditches where they would line people up and victims would be forced to lay down on top of the people that they just saw get executed. And then they would be killed right on top of them. We all know about the ovens, the crematoriums, and some of these ovens could cremate nearly 5,000 bodies a day. That's an absurd, staggering number. And there are pictures, you can find them, of piles of shoes and clothes and jewelry and glasses. And it doesn't even stop there. That the From the gas chambers and things like that, the human skin would be used for lampshades and book covers. And people like Joseph Mengele conducted his so-called medical experiments, which involved putting people in freezers or decompression chambers and conducting surgeries, although they weren't surgeries, they were just mutilations on people without anesthetic putting chemical injections into the eyes of children to, quote, try and change their eye color. No anesthesia given. And most of these people were just, they were mutilated and tortured to death, all in the name of medical progress, according to to these folks. Now, we know about these concentration camps. They weren't a secret in Germany. There were over 10,000 of these camps that have been identified, which included hundreds of satellite camps, thousands of guards, dozens of corporations, and millions of collaborators. Someone had to deliver supplies and food and clothing and things to and from these camps. Millions and millions of people knew what was happening, and no one said anything. So the question is, We're all of them monsters because we like to dehumanize people when they do things like this to one another. We call them monsters. We say that they're inhumane. But I want to ask you the question, are they? Are they really inhuman? Because so many humans participated in this. So many humans did this. Are they really all monsters? So I want you to think about that as we wrap up today's episode. We're going to take our break for uh, looking at Psalm 13 tomorrow, but on Wednesday we're going to return to this same topic because there's just there's just more to cover. And I want you to think about that, is whether or not every one of these people is a monster or whether they're just, they're just people. And people happen to be very good at doing these kinds of things to one another. 